It is race week for many people around South Africa and around the world. Uh, Ironman 70.3 Buffalo City taking place in East London this coming Sunday. Uh, I'm heading down. If you're heading down too, I hope you have uh, a fantastic trip there. And we look forward to catching up down in East London. But this week's episode of Tri Talk SA, I thought I'd dedicate it to the Ironman 70.3. We did that webinar last week, Thursday, for uh, the novices in particular. Uh, We've had a couple of people who have done the race before thoroughly enjoying the webinar. So if you haven't checked it out yet, if you've got some questions you want to ask now answered, Make sure you get over to trytalksa.co.za. Just scroll down the page. You can't miss it, our Ironman 70.3 webinar. We answered a whole bunch of cool questions on the night, too. People asking some fantastic questions. So uh, that uh, uh, went down pretty well. Thanks uh, if you did join us for your support and for your input on that one as well. But on this week's show, uh, I chatted to a whole bunch of people involved and not so involved uh, in this weekend's Ironman 70.3 to get some tips and hints on how you can have a better race experience this coming weekend. And the list is pretty impressive, even if I say so myself. Caught up with Raynard Tissink, Jody Swallow, James Kanema, Kyle Buckingham, Paul Kay. How's that for a cool spread and getting you some fantastic tips uh, on Ironman 70.3 this weekend? And then also touch base with Robin Hyde from Modern Athlete to find out what is in this month's mag uh, as far as triathlon goes. So be sure to check out that interview too. So, uh, yeah, if you want to be in touch, you can email us, podcast at tritalksa.coza. You can also tweet us at tritalksa. Or uh, pop us a message on our Facebook page. Just search for us, Try Talk SA. If you're heading down to East London, I'd love to know. Uh, I'd love to touch base with you down there as well. So please do be in touch via social media and podcast. If you see me out on the course as well, uh, definitely give us a high five. I'm going to be needing that on Sunday. Of that, I have absolutely no doubt. But without further ado, let's get straight into this week's show. Well, one of the athletes who are going to be racing this coming Sunday is South African Kyle Buckingham, and he joins us right now on Tri Talk SA. Kyle, it's awesome to catch up once again. We spoke just after your, your impressive showing at Kona last year, your last race as an age group, but this one your first as a pro. How are you feeling ahead of Sunday? Oh, no, I feel I feel very good. I feel great. Um, I took a nice uh, rest after a Kona, so gave my body a nice uh, some nice recovery. But then, yeah, no, I've been working really hard. Um, been working on my speed and everything. So yeah, it will be interesting for Sunday. I look forward to it. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be awesome, Kyle. There's lots of nerves around. Everyone who's heading downs feeling a bit jittery this time, uh, sort of like almost just just less than a week out. What advice could you give to 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 guys and girls that are heading down, perhaps doing their first seventy point three, or maybe they they've done a couple but they're still feeling a bit nervous? Well, what what advice could you give them leading up to race though? Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's no escaping the nerves. Um, the nerves are always going to be there, but I think just uh, just try focus and just be relaxed. Um, you've done all the hard work, um, so like you can't really do anything much now apart from um, just apart from like sharpening up and things like that. But yeah, just just try to be relaxed and uh, like read a book. That's what I do. I try and. Um, just keep my mind off a little bit because otherwise you just you won't be able to get, get enough good sleep or so yeah I just try to take my mind off of this Alright cool just, just switch off and don't really overthink it I mean like you say the work's yeah. been done there's not, not much that can be done now Yeah no the work's been done and you know if the weather's bad the weather's bad I mean it's going to be bad for everybody so I think you can't do anything about it just have fun and enjoy it and yeah, if it's your first one, just go out and enjoy it. Don't have 
any expectations. I know they got goals goals in mind, but yeah, I mean, just go and enjoy the race. Kyle, I'm so glad you mentioned the weather. I mean, <laughs> I've got a mate who's doing her first one this this weekend as well. Sent me an email this morning with a with a prediction for the week, and and she's going, well, the wind is going to be this on Sunday, and it's coming from this direction. What do you think? I said, you know what, it is what it is, and I'm sure you feel the same way. It's you know what, there's yeah, nothing you can do about the weather, so don't stress about it. Yeah, don't even worry about it. I mean, even if you don't even worry about it, if the weather's something on uh, race day, it's just. If the wind's pumping, just forget about it. You know, it's going to be like that for everyone. <laughs> yeah, and if, so, the, if, yeah. if the weather's pumping and the wind's horrible, you know what? It, it makes for some great stories afterwards. I mean, you think of Ironman 2012. Yeah, Jeez, yeah. there's some wonderful war stories yeah. from that race. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, and then as far as race day goes, I mean, what advice could you give, give guys and girls on race day uh, sort of to, to have a, a good day out? Okay, um, one of the things I see a lot of athletes doing is don't try to change anything um, on race day, like um, like for breakfast or things. Just keep things really simple and something that won't um, upset your stomach. Um, and then after breakfast, I say, you know, sip on a, um, a carbohydrate drink with electrolytes. Um, I always do that. And, yeah, just yeah, don't change anything. Um, and do a, do a good uh, warm-up. In the in in the morning, you know, don't just get the race out. You know, like warm your legs up. Maybe go for a little three-minute, five-minute run. Warm your legs up because you know you when you come out the water, you always have that like heavy feeling those legs. So um, I always do a nice warm up in the morning as well. Okay, brilliant. And as far as the bike, I mean, the bike in East London is is also one of the things that really freaks people out because it's it's not easy. Let's be honest. Well, what advice would you give to someone, is in particular on that first half of the bike, to to get up to to that turnaround point? Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, I'd say for the people that don't have power meters and things like that, um, you know, don't don't hammer up those hills. Like, um, you know, just uh, go relatively hard, but. I mean, hammer more on the downhills and things like that. You know, it won't won't take too much out of your legs. Um, so hammer more on the downhills and the flats, and save your legs because normally that's where your legs get shot. Is if you um, if you spend and blow too many matches going up the climbs. Yeah, absolutely. Carl Buckingham, appreciate your time today. I want to wish you all the best in your pro debut on it's Sunday. I can't wait to watch yeah, your race, mate. Right? Can't wait. Yeah, and I, and, I, um, and I wish everyone else the best of luck as well. And just go out there and enjoy it. And I'll, I'll, see, you, I'll see you guys all there. Someone else joining us on the show this week is the voice of Ironman South Africa. And he'll be there this weekend welcoming you home on that uh, famous red carpet. Paul Kay, how's it going? Very good, very excited, looking forward to road tripping from Cape Town to East London and then looking forward to seeing those nervous faces of the almost 52% of the 3,300 strong field who have never done a 70.3 before. Wow, is it that big? I didn't realize it was that big, Paul. This is the biggest 70.3 in the world, although to be politically correct, we have to use the term one of the biggest 70.3s in the world. And within five years of starting... We already had uh, reached the 3,000 individuals mark. So it is massive. It's also another thing that's impressive about it is the very high percentage of female competitors relative to other 70.3s around the world. And taking that into account, that it is the second hardest 70.3 in the world. 
Yeah, I mean that's it's amazing, and also the number of novices. I mean that's a that's that's a phenomenal stat. You know, it's it's a wonderful feather in Ironman's cap if you think about it. Um, in terms of uh, triathlon events in and around the country, uh, since the Tri Series stopped, there really hasn't been a, a doormat, a welcome mat into triathlon in the country. Um, and, and as South Africans, we seem to be endurance crazy. So it's, it's all the long distance events we have. But the, what, what Ironman through Ironman and PE and Ironman 70.3 in East London, what they've done is they've really inspired people to, to adopt swim, bike and run as part of their lifestyle. And, and a 52% novice rate is almost unheard of. But this is, you know, it shows you people want to change their lives and they're choosing something like Ironman to do it. Yeah, and it's a cool, it's a cool challenging event too. Paul, the reason I wanted to get you on was just to, to give it, uh, people some, a few tips basically about the race. I mean, you mentioned it's the second hardest. We've got a, a huge novice rate. Uh, as far as, as, far as the, the sort of uh, weekend goes, what tips can you give to, to, to guys who are, and girls who are racing this weekend? Well, for me, my, the big tips right now would be you're, you're in your final six days Nothing that you can do now, fitness-wise, can help you on race day. As a matter of fact, it can only hurt you. So whatever you do now, don't try and cram in sessions that you psychologically think you missed leading up in your training. You cannot ever catch back any missed sessions. So keep it short, keep it sharp. You want to simulate race pace in, in a lot of the training that you do now. You also want to give yourself a lot of time for rest, but you don't want to rest too much because you don't want your body to think it's on holiday yet. That it can do on Sunday night as you walk to the awards for that first drink in six months because you've been avoiding celebrating anything whilst you've been training for 70.3. So keep it short, keep it sharp, uh, simulate race pace. Um, you want to also be eating well. You want to be putting good nutrition in your body. You want to be hydrating well, and you really want to rest well. You want to sleep well at night. Keep your feet up as much as possible. So those are, are the big tips in terms of fitness uh, leading up to your race day. Focus on your goal, but have a plan B just in case things don't go your way. And then, you know, what I also recommend is, is writing down, making a list of what you need for your race weekend. What do you need in that weekend? Are you going to take slip slops with you? Although it's recommended as triathletes to never wear slip slops because it overworks your calves. Um, have you got your favorite pair of running shoes with you? Have you got your favorite pair of running socks with you? What do you need for the swim? What do you need for the bike? And what do you need for the run? Write that down. What are you going to eat and drink on the bike? What are you going to eat and drink on the run? Write that down and make sure you've got it. Think through what you want to put in your transition bags. Uh, make sure that you know that now already because on race weekend, it's amazing how quickly time flies. And then just keep visualizing how are you going to enjoy that swim one boy at a time, then going through the showers as you run up towards transition, exactly where your bike bag is, changing the change tent, running to your bike, how are you going to go easy for the first 5Ks and just drink a little bit of water as you head out on the bike course, and then how are you going to manage your effort level out there, coming back into transition, grabbing your run bag, and then heading out up and down along the Esplanade, past the finish line, up Bunkers Hill, you know, what are you going to do that's warm? Have you got sun cream packed? Just just visualize that without getting too nervous that you have to run to the toilet every five minutes. So that, that, those would be my tips for, 
the last few days as we head towards East London. All right, brilliant. Yeah, Paul, I think that uh, the tip with the list is, is, is a brilliant one. And, and the cool thing is we've actually put a list together. So for, for the novices, it's often very sort of intimidating what you need to remember. Uh, if they go to trytalksa.co.za forward slash free, there's a free downloadable checklist that literally lists everything that you need. There might be one or two things on there that you don't need, but there might be one or two things on there that you would need over and above. So that's a nice guide. Go through it and think of anything else that you might want to add on. Uh, it's pretty cool. So it's trytalksa.co.za forward slash free. Paul K, we'll see you down in East London this weekend. Looking forward to, to hearing your voice and seeing you welcoming everyone home. Uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, have a safe trip. Thank you very much. It's going to be a fantastic race weekend. I know a lot of people are driving down because the airlines are being greedy. So please do be safe on the roads. Look forward to seeing you in Slummies, the capital of 70.3 on African soil. We've got another fantastic South African athlete on the show this week uh, to give us some pointers ahead of Sunday's 70.3 in Buffalo City. Reynard Tissink, welcome onto the show once again. It's great to catch up. That was great. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for having me back. Reynard, I wanted to touch base with you. We're chatting to a whole bunch of really great athletes uh, from South Africa and beyond ahead of this weekend's 70.3. Uh, it's uh, a race that's uh, on the South African calendar. It's an institution. Uh, what, what advice could you give uh, sort of guys and girls who are heading down to East London this weekend just to make their race slightly better on Sunday? Well, for the first time, as you know, it's um, quite a daunting um, route, 70.3. Definitely one of the toughest in the world. Um, you know, for the pro guys, not many races um, where you'll find a winning time over four hours. And, well, the course record still stands at 4.02. So, it is definitely one of the harder courses out there. Pacing is, is essential. Um, it's a very hilly bike course. Um, you know, think that it's, it's hilly on the way out and then they're going to have a lot of downhill on the way back, but it's, it doesn't work out that way. Um, there's still a lot of climbing on the way back and if it's a headwind, it makes the bike even um, a little bit more tricky. So pace yourself on the bike and, yeah, here you go. We've got a very easy run and, um, you know, we've got a bunker here twice and it does, does take its toll. So, East London always hot and humid. So, well, you know, a couple of years, uh, <laughs> where it hasn't, um, usually very hot and, and humid. So it is a, a race of attrition and, you know, guys that pace themselves properly and, um, can look after themselves, especially on the bike course where it's so easy to try and go too hard. Um, those guys are the guys that end up doing, doing well on that route. And, and as far as, I mean, there's a lot of nerves, especially for the guys who are coming from up north. I mean, you guys at the coast are, are blessed because you, you swim in the sea all the time. But uh, for the guys and girls coming from up north who don't possibly do many sort of open water sea swims, what advice can you give them about the swim? Yeah, the swim in East London, you know, it's sort of like PE. It is quite sheltered. I mean, you're swimming, starting off right next to the harbour wall. So it's usually not, you know, the waves aren't that big. It's quite easy to get out. Um, but, you know, of course, there, there can be conditions where, where you'll have waves rolling in. And, um, yeah, look, it, it is quite daunting at the point if you're not used to ducking under the waves. But that, that is the way to do it. So if you see a wave in your way, uh, the easiest thing to do is to dive as, as deep as possible. Um, dig your hands into the sand if you can. Wait for the waves to, to roll over the top of your head. Stand on the ground with your feet and push yourself up through the waves. And, I mean, really, it doesn't have any effect on you. If you do try and jump over the waves and, and they are quite big, then you're going to get thrown around and, and washed back a bit. So, yeah, just get down. Um, so try and get down under the waves as, as deep as you can. And it really it shouldn't have any effect on you.
And, and as far as as far as the newbies go, I mean, I'm sure you'd tell them as well just to go out and enjoy themselves. I mean, don't don't set too much too much uh, sort of like high expectations. Yes, everybody's got their goals, but uh, the main idea is to get out there and have fun. Yeah, you know, a lot of the time new, newcomers set um, their, their goal at a time, and if you've never done a course, um, you know, to, to set yourself a goal, a time goal can can be really daunting, and then sometimes, you know, guys are very despondent afterwards. But um, there's so many factors that affect time: um, the wind, the heat. Obviously, you know, if you can have extreme heat conditions, you're going to be going much slower. So, um, yeah, I mean, the first time is. The, the enjoyment factor is the most important key. Um, you know, that's if you're coming back for more and if you're just going out there with a mindset of finishing, you're probably going to finish a lot better than you expected. But if you put yourself under pressure trying to hit certain targets at um, certain distances and things do go wrong, you're going to be, um, you know, probably a little bit more despondent after the race or a bit upset and, and not have enjoyed the experience that much. So first time is definitely... Especially when you get to, to the Ironman distance, the even longer distance, um, you know, really, there's just so many things that can affect your time. So just go out there and, and enjoy the day. Brilliant. Renault Tissing, thank you so much for, for that advice. And, and yeah, I think it's, it's going to ease some nerves ahead of Sunday. Well, I hope so. Um, you know, expecting good weather. Um, from what I see, the predictions are 26 degrees. And although it doesn't sound that warm, when you're out on the run at close to midday, it's you know, 11 o'clock, 26 degrees is a very hot run. So hope you guys stay hydrated and, and enjoy the day. Someone else who's racing this weekend, she's a three-time champion at the 70.3 Buffalo City in East London, Jody Swallow. It's good to catch up once again. Thanks for your time, Jody. Uh, no problem. Jody, I wanted to touch base with you just to, to sort of, uh, we're obviously chatting uh, about uh, sort of the average guy and girl who are racing this weekend and getting some tips from some of the guys and girls at the front end of the field. If, if, if you could give someone some advice about, especially in particular, the East London course on Sunday, what, what would it be? Um, I would encourage them to stick with it. I mean, it's um, not your typical 70.3. It's it's a really hard course, and it, it bears, I mean, I've heard it described as a long-distance course, so um, you kind of midway between 70.3 and Ironman, um, in terms of how hard it is. Bear that in mind, so when you get to halfway, know that it's more than halfway. Um, it's easier on the way back on the bike, always easier on the second lap of the run because you're going to finish. Um, so just keep with it, keep, keep a steady head, and um, the, the finish will come closer than you know. I mean, one of the reasons this course is so tough is, is obviously the bike course. I mean, it is a, a challenging bike for a 70.3. What advice would you give to someone about that first half of the bike course, handling those hills on the way out? Yeah, it's a challenging course, not just because it's hilly, but because it's deceptively hilly. Um, it's it's um, when you're, you know, it's obvious to see hills um, in the distance. But actually, when you're on a gradual incline, you're not realizing that you're on a gradual incline and the wind's blowing in your face so you just feel like you're going nowhere and that um you know you're getting left behind so it's about managing your head and realizing that that's actually what's happening um if you were to have a power meter on your bike it would probably show quite high power even though you're feeling like you're not moving forward so just keep calm about it and have faith in the training you've done and um once you turn once you turn around um over the bridge it will become a whole lot easier 
As far as uh, the run course, I mean, the run course is a two-lap uh, up, up Bunkers Hill twice. That's also not, not really normal for a, for a 70.3 course. It makes it quite challenging. What, what can you tell the guys and girls about that run course to keep in mind? Um, keep in mind that where there's an up, there's a down. Um, you have to finish on the same altitude. So, you know, take advantage of the downhill. Um, relax. Let your legs flow. And um, you have a little bit of a rest in, in the middle of each lap. So... Um, look on the positive side of it. Um, the hill will break it up a bit. Certainly not boring, and that's um, that's different to some courses. So enjoy it. Jody, how how sort of your your preparations gone for for this one? Are you feeling confident ahead of Sunday? I am. I think um, you know, I I always I always want more of myself. Um, that's just a a trait that I have. But um, yeah, swimming, biking, um perfect it's gone it's gone absolutely perfectly and I'm far ahead than than I've ever been running I've had niggles um but saying that I've also lightened up a bit and um done some more specific fast work so I'm not very um concerned about that and I think that I might try and get a record next weekend (laughs) this weekend I love that that's fighting talk Jody. I love watching your race I can't wait to see you out there again this weekend Uh, I want to wish you all the best from all of us here at Try Talk SA on behalf of myself and all our listeners as well. Thank you for your time. Thank you. One of the guys who are going to be racing at the front end of the field on Sunday is our very own James Cunnaman. It's great to have him on Try Talk SA this week. James, thanks for for taking the time to catch up with us. You looking looking forward to Sunday? Yeah, I definitely am. It's a... It's been one of those ones that just hasn't come right for me in the past, um, but looking to finally write that and, and have a good race at last this year. I mean, you, you, you put in an amazing performance in Kona. We chatted to you after that here on the show. Uh, as far as preparation for this one goes, did you take a bit of time off after Hawaii and then, and then start building up, or, or how did things go in the last couple of months? Yeah, I definitely took some time off after, after Kona. Um, you know, the whole season built towards that. I was pretty tired by the end of that. Um, that block uh, had a good break here. but I think it's I've bounced back into the training really well in the last couple of months uh, you know November and December I trained trained pretty solidly um, after a few weeks off. so um, I'm looking forward to this race I, I think I'm probably fitter right now than I've ever been going into this race um, so that's bodes well Sounds sounds awesome. I mean, James, what do you prefer? I mean, obviously you 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 perform at both seventy point three and and full Ironman distance, but did you prefer the longer one or do you prefer the prefer the shorter one? Um, I'm not really sure. They they actually are so different um, these days. The the is so intense and and so hard. It's a I always say it's a bit, it's a bit like the 1500 meter on the track. It's that terrible mix of it's just too long to be to be fast and flat out, and it's just too short to to be you know just a, a steady pace effort. Uh, the 70.3 kind of fits in that bracket. It's extremely intense, but at the same time, it's extremely long. Yeah. Um, you know, an Ironman is a bit more manageable. It, you know, there's a bit more forgiveness for things going wrong and getting back on track and, and making up time that's lost here and there. Uh, whereas the 70.3 is so much more intense. So they each have their, their ups and downs. They each have their positives and negatives. Um, I enjoy them both. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a case of wrapping your head around what you've got to do on the, on the weekend for the, for the whatever race you may be racing. Um, I'm looking forward to this one because I haven't raced a 70.3 now since before Kona. Um, so I'm looking forward to testing the legs and having a good head out. Okay, this one, this one in East London is, is quite a tough one. I mean, it's renowned for, for how, how hard it is. That bike course is not easy. 
uh, and, and the weather can sometimes sort of not, not be great. I mean, it gets pretty hot and muggy in East London. Sometimes the wind blows quite hectically as well. Uh, well what advice could you give the, the guys and girls who are heading out for, for their first one on Sunday? What's the best way to approach the race? Um, yeah, if it's your first um, 70.3, your first half Ironman, it's, it definitely pays to remember how tough the race is. Um, it's, you can go out too hard. You can blow, blow up and ruin your day. Um, especially on this course, you know, if you have a bit of a, a bit of a, a headwind on the way back on that bike, and you've used all your all your energy climbing the hills on the way out, uh, you really are going to suffer on the way back. Don't believe what people say and, and tell you that it's downhill all the way home after the turnaround point. Um, it certainly isn't. Um, and then you've got a couple of big hills on the on the run course too. Um, so it's it's definitely pays to to hold back. And in your first your first race. Uh, the goal is always just to finish. Um, you can always improve on your time in coming years. Uh, you never, you, you don't really know what you what to expect halfway through that run until you get halfway that run. So bear that in mind if it's your first segment complete. It's quite an interesting one, James. Where would you say is, is the halfway point in, in, that, uh, in that sort of event? I mean, it's, it's not halfway through the bike because you've still got a half marathon. It, it's probably difficult to say, but where do you reckon? What's the point where, where you can go, okay, cool, I've reached the halfway mark, and now it's a, a sort of um, everything I do now is on my way home? Um, well, a halfway point is hard, it's hard to, to draw a line on. Um, I would say that the point where you can actually relax and just, you know, focus on the finish line is probably on the last lap on the you know two lap run it's probably halfway through the run um with one lap to go uh you can you can think about nothing but getting to the finish line as fast as possible don't worry too much about eating and drinking don't worry too much about your pace um do what you can and get to the finish line anything before that and you should be holding something back for the rest of the race um so yeah i guess that that line it's, i wouldn't call it halfway but that line is is halfway through the run um and that's a long way into your day so yeah, I think I think that is important to remember. Always have something in the tank for for later on. And I always joke. I mean, I always say that I I sort of save something, save something until I hit the red carpet, and then I give it my all. That's that's the, uh, the best time to hammer it. That's probably the probably the best advice you can, you can give. Actually, yeah, you know, um, you can always come back next year and do a lot better from the beginning to the end. But uh, if you blow up even three k's from the finish, it's going to be a long walk home. So. Yeah, absolutely, uh, and and I mean this the, for for guys, especially from coming from from up north who who don't live at the coast. What what advice can you give them on that swim in in East London? I wouldn't stress too much about the swim. There's going to be a lot of talking. People tend to suck each other out. Uh, you know, especially people that haven't been in the sea. They're going to go and tell you all about currents and tell you about the chop and tell you about how you can't see where you're going and, and all of that stuff. Um, it, it tends to suck you out, and it's the thing that people are most afraid of going into an Ironman or a seven point three. Um, but it's not that big a deal. It's the shortest part of your race. It's the, it's over soonest, and you're freshest when you start it. Um, and bear in mind that on race day, there's 1,800 or 2,000 other competitors out there with you. It's not like you out in the middle of the deep, dark ocean all on your own. Um, so, you know, follow the feet in front of you, and you'll get round. It'll be over before you know it, and you'll be out on the bike and the run that you enjoy. Brilliant. James, I want to wish you all the best for your race on Sunday. Uh, looking forward to, to watching you. Hopefully, I'm off the bike before you finish running and we get to actually see you on the bike uh, on the run course. But if we're not, we'll definitely see you at the after party. Thank you very much. Yeah, we'll see you there. Good luck to you and good luck to all the listeners uh, that are doing the race. We'll see you out in the course.
Well, it is uh, the middle of January, and a brand new edition of Modern Athlete is out and available. The January edition, and there's some pretty cool features in once again this month, and I thought we'd find out more about it. Uh, and joining us on the show once again this week from Modern Athlete, Robin Hyde. Robin, thanks for, for taking the time to chat, and all the best for 2014 for you and the team. Brad, always a pleasure to talk to you. And indeed, uh, compliments of the season. Let's hope it's going to be a fantastic year for all of us. Yeah, I've got a feeling in my belly it's going to be a, a good one. Robin, uh, from a, a triathlon point of view in, in the mag, there's obviously a big race coming up for, for the triathletes. 70.3 is just around the corner, uh, and we like firmly into triathlon season. Ironman South Africa come out as well. And uh, you guys this month caught up with uh, one of the big names in South African triathlon, James Kanema, who, who had an awesome World Champs of Kona. We chatted to him here on the show uh, just after that, but you guys touched base with him too. Exactly right, Brad. Yeah, that's the in our lead. That's all. So I said in our. That's the lead try feature. We we chat to James, and of course that is uh, on the back of his fourth place at the prestigious Ironman World Champs in Kona, Hawaii. And uh, in the article, yeah, pretty much stating that uh, he's uh, he said he, he has definitely set his sights on on winning it, Brad. So quite a nice read for for the try guys. Um, something to look out for. James done exceptionally exceptionally well. Yeah, he is. He's just a phenomenal athlete as well, and and I mean to finish fourth, he's definitely also I think got a chance in the years to come of of claiming that world championship title. Uh, what else you got? I know your dare to try guys are, are have been really really busy uh, in the build up to seventy point three. How are they going? That's it, Brad. The dare to try feature with our dare to try coach Derek Masses. Uh, the headline of that article is quite simply seventy point three is here. And uh, all triathletes will know exactly what that's about. So good luck to there to try squad for 70.3. Um, we also chat to a ship's doctor uh, who is a tri- triathlete. So that's Dr. L.A. Brunt. Um, and just about the difficulties on, on training for triathlon, running and cycling being based on a, uh, on a cruise liner, Brad. Yeah, uh, just... Lauren also... <laughs> Sorry, carry on. It's a it's a it's a P, hey, not not a T. It's a ship doctor. Just just to to put it out there, just so you know. Just to clarify, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but just uh, that's it, Brad. You know, we we are all spoiled with tracks and roads and and and, and training pools. Uh, just to try and uh, accommodate your training on a cruise liner, as well as looking after sick passengers, can be can be quite challenging. So it certainly is a, a nice read. Um, last but not least, Lauren has a chat to Carl Buckingham, uh, who also, uh, speaking of Kona, uh, won the 30 to 34 age category in Hawaii at the GoPro Ironman World Champs, uh, as we know, back in October. So a really nice read there, you know, with uh, with James and then also chatting to um, to Kyle Buckingham. Yeah, Kyle is a, is a machine too. He's just turned pro as well. Obviously won, won his age group, but he was also the first age group uh, overall home. So the first amateur home at World Champs. Uh, there's another great South African triathlete uh, who's on the rise. And, and, you know, the sport's definitely growing in South Africa. Robin, as always, awesome to catch up. Uh, and we look forward to, to touching base in a month from now to find out what in the Feb edition. Yeah, Brad, as always, thanks very much. And uh, if I may, just lastly, from all of us at Modern Athletes, to all of our readers, our very valued advertisers, our partners, uh, you guys, and uh, and everybody, just wishing everybody a very happy new year. Let's be safe, let's be seen, and let's be aware, Brad.
that's a wrap for this week's show. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, safe travels down to East London if you are heading there this weekend for the 70.3. Hope you enjoyed the show and I hope you enjoyed those tips. Don't forget as well, if you want to check out that webinar, it is available on trytalksa.co.za. Answering a whole bunch of questions, we talked through the swim course, the bike course and the run course. Uh, we also spoke about transitions, uh, the build-up to the race, registration, race briefing, all of that stuff in that webinar. Get to the website right now. For myself, Brad Brown, if you are racing, have a fantastic one. We'll see you in East London, and we'll definitely chat again next week. Until then, cheers.